This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk two more episodes of Fear the Walking Dead, season six. It's not episode one, like I had originally imagined uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, turns out we are in the middle of this season two still, Aurora. I had forgotten yeah. entirely. Yes. The last time we watched a Fear the Walking Dead and talked about it on this podcast. It was late November 2020, mm-hmm. which feels like so long ago. Which was 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'll be on, like upfront. I was just telling you before we started recording, like I was struggling to get into these episodes. And I think it's because even though I I guess November is not that long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is like five months. It's like it feels longer. It feels longer though. <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it is like it, half a year is usually longer than the standard mid season break that these shows take. Usually it's only a couple of months, uh, and then the shows are back. So this yep. was longer than usual, but the coming back in the middle of a season, like 2020 is such a blur, even though mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, even though I personally didn't have like the worst year, it just felt like it was just one thing. out. It was just a constant bombardment of yes. stuff. And November was like the election and so many things happened after the election. Uh, it's crazy. If I you just start thinking like listing all the things that have happened. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Capitol riots, all this <laughs> other stuff. Um, I just, it, I didn't remember anything from the first seven episodes of this show. So when it came back, it felt like somebody had just opened a book and started reading to me. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And and okay. they did they did show like a you know previously on Fear the yeah. Walking Dead. And I'm like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> so yeah, I remember Morgan I'm the, on a I'm, horse. I'm the opposite. I I was like, yes, let's go. <laughs> like I remember Morgan on a horse. I don't remember. I don't remember John. I don't remember John Dory being so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they come back. So let's talk about it. We're, we're going to start with episode. Okay. We're going to talk about episode eight and nine. 
and then I'm going to do my best to get this episode up right away because then we're going to turn back around in a few <laughs> days and talk about episode 10. So uh, episode eight is called The Door. And we we join, speaking of Door, John Dory in his cabin. Preparing, uh, he's preparing to commit suicide, but is stopped by multiple walkers washing up outside. And enough of them... Uh, kind of show up at his door that he decides to investigate and he discovers that Morgan and Dakota are hiding from Virginia's Rangers and a herd that they had barricaded on uh, the, uh, the only bridge out of the area. Depressed, John agrees to help them pass through the herd but refuses to join Morgan's new community despite constant attempts to convince him otherwise. Virginia makes contact with Morgan, revealing that she is holding Grace, Daniel, Sarah, June, and Wes hostage to ensure Dakota's safety. Ranger Marcus eventually finds the cabin, forcing John to kill him in order to save Morgan. By attaching doors to the front of an old truck, the three are able to plow their way through the herd and eliminate it. But Morgan sets up a meeting with Virginia at John's cabin in order to force him to come out of hiding. As Morgan wanders off to contact the others, John discovers that Dakota was the one that had murdered Cameron, whoever that is. I really don't remember. And she shoots him to protect her secret. Confronted by Morgan, Dakota reveals that she was the one who had saved him at Humbug's Gulch, as she believes that only Morgan can stop Virginia. Alerted by Morgan, June and Virginia find John washed up uh, outside of his cabin, but he has already died and reanimated, forcing the heartbroken June to put John down. Aurora, your thoughts on episode eight? I mean, how dare they start... <laughs> By killing John. This episode, I'm killing John. Right. Of all people. Mm-hmm. I was... Okay, so I don't remember when June meets John. Yes. She meets him in that cabin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sort of washes up, essentially. So it's kind of like full circle then. Yeah, well, I mean, he... Uh, like, this was Morgan. Morgan's point to him as well. Like, trying to get John to... to to climb up out of his depression and join them. He's like, look, uh, the two times like uh, people have washed up at your shore was June and then it's us. Like that's a sign, yeah. right? To be involved, right. to keep uh, to keep fighting. But he he wasn't. He was. I yeah. see. But here's the thing. I don't even remember why he was depressed. Well, I mean, June decided not to go with him to the cabin. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, he wanted her to leave. Uh, what's her name? Virginia. And yes. That that place, and June insisted in staying because she wanted to keep helping people. Yes. And they separated, and I think that's why he was so depressed. Yes. Yeah. But um, I two things. One, when he was trying to kill himself. Mm -hmm. And he kept shooting the walkers. Yeah. I thought it was because he didn't want to actually do it. Yeah. Well, me but, too. But then there was some commentary after the episode mm -hmm. where they said that he was just shooting the walkers so that they wouldn't eat him. Yeah. Because he, he actually wanted to kill himself, but he didn't want the walkers to. Yeah. Uh, See, I didn't buy that because <laughs> like 
he was gonna he was gonna shoot himself in the head. Yeah. And once that happens, you're not gonna care what the zombies do to you. True. Um, True. So. Yeah. I honestly feel like that was him being like, I've got to take, like, maybe he was justifying it. Like, I don't want the zombies to eat me or whatever. But to me, that's like subconscious. But yeah, that's subconsciously. He doesn't want to do it. Is what I think. I feel like that would, that's kind of like out of character of him, right? Because Mm -hmm. he loves June so much. Yes. Like, I don't think he would want her to find out he killed himself. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, ultimately, I don't think he was going to. And then you've got uh, Dakota doing the okay. deed. So here's here's my question. Do you think, and, and we can explore more of it in the next episode, but mm. do you think that Dakota is a sociopath? I mean, probably, right? Um, because I mean, this, this came out of nowhere. I mean, this bothered her very much to do it. Like, you could tell that it, like... She, it's not like it's yeah well I mean I don't think she had no emotional reaction to it like she was breaking down when like Morgan confronted her about it but so I don't know if so I, ha- I have a, I have a, I have a I have a theory but I'm gonna hold on to it for the next episode mm-hmm. um but I think that the fact that she killed that other person just because she would get exposed. Yeah. It's alarming. Yeah. Well, I mean, based off of what I know from the next episode, too, I feel like maybe sociopath is not the right term, but I feel like she is raised in a world where this is how things are dealt with, especially in the group that she lives in. So she did I mean, it. It could, it, it could be Virginia's influence, too. Yes. Because Virginia is... is Kind of ruthless, pretty like that ruthless, as well. and as yeah. as is most of her group. And I feel like maybe, yeah, she was just sort of a monster created by this world, but it goes against her sensibilities. Like it hurt, it like it hurt to do it. Like she mm-hmm. was visibly upset when Morgan confronts her about it. But it's also like this is how it's done, and maybe she's slowly becoming desensitized to the act. I just it's insane to me that she killed the the one guy that's the nicest guy. The in nicest the show. guy, yes. The nicest guy. I the know. gentleman. Aurora, he was so nice that I remember at the beginning when he was introduced, you didn't even like him because you're like, he's too nice. Yeah. Uh, like <laughs> there's always something wrong with people that are too nice in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Um, but he but he didn't he was there was nothing wrong with him. He yeah. was just a nice guy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer! Uh, oh. But I like the episode. Uh, I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Uh, I think it just. Yeah, I, I struggled to get like into it. I think because, like I said, it, it had that feeling of picking up a book on chapter eight. I, I feel what I, I. I know what you're saying. Like it felt it was dragging a little bit, and then yeah. that big twist happened, and you're like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. what?" Okay, so, so maybe it, yeah. yeah, and and maybe not even. Maybe not even my thing of like somebody just starts reading a story to you in the middle. Maybe it's more akin to I was reading the book Fear the Walking Dead season six, but then I got to chapter eight and then put the book down and then didn't go back to it for six months and then started reading it again from where I left off. And 
I'm I'm like that with a lot of things with TV shows or with video games. Any anything, if I leave it sit in the middle of it for too long and then come back to it, mm-hmm. like it's difficult for me to get back into it. Uh, there there are literally TV shows, Aurora. Here here's an excellent. Uh, this is a an AMC reference. Uh, the show Turn Washington Spies was on AMC for a few years and I started watching the first season of it and I was really into that show and I believe I started watching season two and got a few episodes in but then inevitably got distracted by some other show Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. always meant to go back to watching it never did it remained in my queue on Netflix forever I would every now and again I would look at it, I would open it, and then it'd be like season two, episode five. <laughs> and I'm like, I like I don't remember what, what even happened. And I feel like, but I've I'm already so far in, I don't want to start at the beginning. Eventually I know I'm gonna have to go back to the beginning to watch oh, it. Oh, hundred percent. That's that's me with Game of Thrones. I yeah. I watch half of season eight, mm-hmm. have not finished it because I yeah. hated it. Yeah. And it has been so long that I'm like, well, I guess I have to watch the whole thing again. Yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, I. It took me, Aurora. I, I I finally started and finished Turn Washington Spies last year, but it took me like six years before mm-hmm. I even went mm-hmm. back to it. Uh, and by the way, speaking of Game of Thrones, I know we're on a tangent right now, but it took me until now to just buy season eight. I had all well, I had all seven seasons. I wait. Have you watched it? Yeah, I've seen it. I, okay. Well, that's why it's taken me so long to buy season eight because I watched it when it happened. I didn't. I see. I didn't okay. hate it like with a passion like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I feel like they totally zoomed through a lot of yeah. things and they made I feel some like poor I, decisions. I wouldn't say I, I hated it. It's just I became this. I I, I wasn't interested anymore. Yeah. Well, there's the uh, there's the Walking Dead podcast, everybody, that Aurora and I have, like, I think we once maybe mentioned the possibility of trying to do that. Uh, well, there it is in one condensed moment here on this Walking Dead podcast. Any final thoughts on episode eight and what would you give it? Um, I feel like I might be biased mm-hmm. because... I was I was actually thinking about this. Yeah. I think, and I think I've, I've said this before, I like the Fear of the Walking Dead more than the actual original show. Yeah. Fear of the Walking Dead has just been amazing to me, and mm-hmm. I love every single character. So I'm biased. Yes. Because it's back, and I'm excited. Um, but I'm gonna restrain. Oh, myself. okay. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. I was still waiting for you to be like, I'm restraining myself, so I'm only giving it a five. Um, four. <laughs> a four. A solid four. Four. Solid four. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of close to you. I went three and a half. I'm still, like I said, kind of struggling to get back into the groove uh, mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, I'm sure eventually it'll things will start clicking back into place and doing this podcast will help because I'll have no choice, but to go back and talk about things that have happened uh, mm-hmm, before. Like mm-hmm. you helped me out already with something where I'm like, I don't even know what this is. And you're like, I'll explain it to you. Um, 
and then it clicked like the the memory yep. locked back into place so yeah mm-hmm. uh all right so let's talk about episode nine things left to do a heartbroken june digs a grave for her late husband and demands that virginia tells her why dakota killed him at night virginia interrogates daniel sarah west grace and luciana to find out morgan's location however he appears and reveals uh to everybody there, the crimes uh, of Dakota to the men of Virginia Strand then wounds her arm and starts a mutiny of pioneers. Morgan escapes with Virginia, and the next day Morgan stops her bleeding. However, Sherry and Strand, with their men, demand justice. Uh, I, Morgan doesn't have a name for his community, so it's literally listed here as the Morgan community. The Morgan uh, crew. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Virginia accepts her fate. When Morgan tries to execute her, he changes his mind and decides to imprison her. Shortly after Morgan manages to calm Strand and Sherry in order to not kill her, Virginia, who later reveals to Dakota that she is in fact her mother and not her sister, Mm -hmm. uh, but Dakota does not accept this, and then June appears in Virginia's cell and blames her for the death of her husband, proceeding to then shoot her in the head. Moments later, June leaves the community. So thoughts on a crazy episode nine. I could spend hours talking about the final scene. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I could could just talk about the final scene. You mean June? Yes. June walking away. Yeah. I can just talk about June walking away and how badass Mm -hmm. that looked. Yep. Because she puts John's hat on. Yes. And he oh. just walks away. I it think she used his revolver as well. He, She did. Yep. And it was so... When she was in the... Uh, we're starting from the from the, the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and work our way back, yes. Yes, but uh, Virginia is held in the church in Morgan's community, mm-hmm. which I think that's also like poetic somehow yes um and june is standing to her wounds mm-hmm. so it was there was like a snap like a snap moment that it was like she's gonna kill her but then yeah. i was like no because she's a nurse like she's mm-hmm. she's she wants to take care of people she's not gonna do that yeah so i was fooled by it i thought i thought that she was not going to do it and she did yeah i mean but go ahead the reason why she shot her is what I wanted to bring Dakota back mm-hmm. because June, at the beginning of this episode, uh, like you said, June is burying John. Yes. And she asked Virginia, why did Dakota kill my husband? Mm-hmm. And Virginia cannot give her an answer. Yeah. But it seems like she's hiding something. And June presses her and Virginia refuses to answer. And then it comes full circle with the, at the end, and she asks again, why did Dakota kill my husband? You're hiding something. Mm-hmm. And Virginia refuses to say anything, and that's why June kills her. So that's why I, I'm thinking that there's something going on with Dakota mm-hmm. that Virginia is hiding. Yeah, I think she's just trying to, I mean, it's her daughter, which obviously big twist right. in this episode. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe just trying to protect her. Maybe she's worried that June would try to harm her or something, but I don't know. There's, uh, there, I think there's 
and, and maybe I'm reading too many layers deep into the thing with June, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm right about it. Uh, first, I do want to mention, I think you're absolutely right about the the cell essentially being a church okay. because mm-hmm. uh, obviously that is traditionally a, a place of forgiveness. Right. Um, and it's kind of tying in with what Morgan wants to do with his community, which by the way, he is in the right. Um, yeah. By like, he essentially went the route that Rick went with Negan. He could have killed him, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at some point the killing has to stop. Like yeah. it can't, it can't start stopping until somebody stops doing it. And mm-hmm. he decided at that moment that that was just going to be him. He was going to be the one to stop. Uh, Cause otherwise there's just, a, it never ends. And uh, with, with June, I feel like at least some of this has to come down to her own guilt because she didn't yeah. go with John. She wanted to stay with where Virginia was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think she blames Virginia for this. I mean, it's Dakota's act, but mm-hmm. Dakota said, you know, a few times in, I mean, in this episode, she's like, like, this is how you handle this. This is how your men handle things like this. Like, I'm just learning from you. Like, that's, that's like, that's all I know. It's like, that's mm-hmm. how you handle things. So that's how I handled things. Um, so it's not, it's not like June's anger is necessarily misplaced or anything, but I, I would, I'm wondering how much of her own guilt over things is sort of weighed on her actions. Uh, because of course people are going to second guess their own actions when something like this happens. People are always going to think like, uh, I should have been able to stop it. If only I had gone with him, none of this would happen. He'd still be here. Right. Uh, right. That sort of thing. So there's no way she's not feeling uh, guilt over it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, any any other thoughts about uh, the episode? The uh, the other thing I I was uh, surprised about was Strand mm-hmm. because I feel like Strand is one of the most interesting characters on TV. Mm-hmm. Just because you never know what his motives are. No, he's a very like wavering character. He's like a big question mark for me. You, I never know where he's going, what he's doing, mm-hmm. and for a long time I thought that he was actually on Virginia's side, and then it turns out in this episode that he was creating like a mutiny. Yes, I guess her. Yeah, and I was like, I did not see this coming at all. He's like a wholly untrustworthy character. Oh my gosh. I would never trust this guy. Like, trust him as far as you can throw him. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. But it was a great twist, though. (laughs) uh, No, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, They, I feel like you don't want to do too much of that, because then I, I feel like you could maybe go from interesting to not boring, like not uninteresting, but maybe annoying like if there's yeah, if there's yeah. not some steadiness to his character eventually, yeah. But he does play the sides an awful lot. Like you, you're lot, never one hundred percent certain what side he's on. He's 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 like a true like survivor. He's yeah. in survival mode all the time. He's just looking what's best for him. No, I mean it's the, like it's it, situation. It's him and Alicia and Daniel. Yeah, those are the only three original 
cast members from the first couple of seasons. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Is there was there anything else in this episode? Uh, if not, what would you give episode nine? I am tempted to give this episode a five because Ooh. of Morgan's Morgan's performance alone. Oh, he's so good. He, he's always good. He's though. So good when he is about to decapitate. Virginia. Mm-hmm. That whole scene was just amazing to me. But yeah, it's not a five episode. It's just I, I just keep thinking of his performance. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's a five blowing performance. me away. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I like this episode more than the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Yeah, I like this episode more than the last one too, and I went four. Good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's acceptable. We may continue yes. to podcast now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> had I gone lower, you're like, that's it. We're done. I can't. What do you we, think lower? Yes, that's it. We're, we're too far apart on this. Um, <laughs> okay, everybody. <laughs> that's the episode for this week. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. We also have a Patreon if you're interested. Uh, Patreon.com slash cinemageekly. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead. Hit subscribe. And that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more Fear the Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 10, called Handle with Care. Mm-hmm.